You're listening to a sermon on the Mission Ridge Church Podcast. Stick around after the message for more information about Mission Ridge. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, this is Logan. I wanted to let you know that this week on the podcast, things are going to sound a little bit different. It's not your speakers. We did something a little bit different for our church services. We couldn't meet at the Hilton on Sunday like we normally do. Because of that, we decided we'd do a camping weekend up at Sealy Lake. We got up there as a church family, and we spent a couple days in the great outdoors, sitting around campfires, roasting s'mores. And then on Sunday, we did worship service. It was really cool. While getting outside to worship God is always a good idea, recording outside is a little tougher. So while Brandon's preaching, you can hear a lot more background noise than normal. There's boats in the background, there's birds, there's kids yelling for their mom. It's definitely a little roughly right. But nonetheless, we hope that you'll enjoy this. And we also hope that you get into a care group this week, because most of the discussions that we had around campfires were super cool. And really, that's what this stuff is about, getting in community and talking about it. So definitely check one of those out. Without further ado, though, here's Brandon. Good morning. Welcome to Mission Ridge in Sealy Lake. Uh, for those of you that are on the recording, I just poured a fresh cup of percolated coffee right in front of the microphone. Uh, so that's what that noise was. Um, yeah, here we are. Logan's dying over there. I've done my job. So before I get going into Philippians, I want to do a quick little bit on Psalm 104, just because of our setting. Psalm 104 tells us that God raises up the mountains and lowers the valleys into the place that he sets before them and wears the clouds like a garment. I think that's a beautiful image of the majesty of God, and we're in that right now. So, thank you for joining us. God's standing right in the circle. He's right here with us. You're right. Thank you. Okay. I need a sip of coffee before we get going. Not that I've not had enough. I need more. All right, so as we've been going through Philippians, uh, we've learned that it's the happy letter, which is an interesting thing considering that Paul's writing it from prison. That's a really unique perspective on his character. How can you be happy in prison? Well, that really comes from trust and faith and God working in our hearts. Uh, We've learned that joy and humility are large parts, major parts of the, the whole letter. And we know that the Messiah poem that's a part of the message also is what everything is based off of. There's little, as I think Logan calls them, vignettes. Did I get that right? Spot on. Perfect. They're little snippets and little snapshots of the gospel and how it plays out throughout Philippians and how it all ties together. Uh, In chapter 2, 19 through 13, we start talking about Uh, Timothy and Epaphroditus, who are examples that Paul uses to encourage the church. Um, And I know that with this this joy and humility that comes, these people are really incredible examples of that. And using this joy and humility, I've had people in my own life ask, how can you be happy, how can you be joyful 
in the midst of these situations. And this simple joy comes from Christ. Romans chapter 5 tells us that if we have faith in Christ, we have peace. And because we have peace, we can have joy in suffering. And know that that joy brings perseverance and character. And that character does not hope. Dis sorry. That character does not disappoint because we have hope. And because of that hope, we have faith in the Lord of God. There we go. Logan, I may break my 20 minutes. I've had a pot and a half of coffee. So here we go. You ready? All right. So diving into Philippians 2, 19 through 30, um, we're going to start with Timothy. And it shows that Timothy has a life of service, uh, a unique service, uh, where he's really interested and cares about other people, it, far more than himself. In fact, Paul says, there's no one else that cares like you do. Nobody else who has the heart that you do, and that's why I'm sending you. Um, and he has a service like a father to a son, which is really more of a bond servant to a master or a slave to a master. It's, uh, it's a service where you don't question, you do an exact intention or an exact action without uh, question, without reserve. And so this is a unique character that Timothy has. Uh, as we were doing sermon club, Rob, Logan, and I uh, also found that it is possible that this father as a son could potentially be referring to Abraham and Isaac, where Isaac carried his own wood to the sacrifice, and they went trusting and knowing that God was going to provide uh, Isaac following his father Abraham into that. I don't know about you, but if I'm carrying a bunch of wood and I'm going to a place where I have done other sacrifices, I'd be wondering where that sacrifice is or what kind of barbecue we're about to have. <laughs> mean sacrifice. Sacrifice. God likes sacrifice. Burnt meat is a pleasing aroma. So is barbecue. And I honestly can't say that I have the same kind of faith to be a bondservant to a master that Timothy has. I honestly think that that's a really powerful thing. I often, in my own life, question or wonder why I'm doing the thing. I don't just do it. I don't do it in representation of my master or just because I love my master. I often have reservation or question. In verse 25, uh, we learn that Epaphroditus, uh, who is a fellow worker, a fellow soldier, a brother, and a minister uh, to Paul, but also to Philippi. Philippi, as we've talked about, is a military city. It's a Roman city. And so he's not just a soldier for Christ, but he's also a soldier, a military soldier. Uh, a worker. He's there in the city. He's present. He's a brother to the Philippians and to Paul and to the church. He's working alongside both of these sides. You mean my dad? No, not your dad. Different Paul. 
talks about how Epaphroditus works himself to a point of being ill, almost to the point of death, risking his life. And that's the act of going between the places uh, to deliver messages from Paul and to Paul, from the church and to the church, is dangerous physically and mentally. I'm sure it's taxing. This isn't an easy journey, and I'm sure that he worked himself to a point of being ill or sick. Uh, but this term, risking his life, is gambling. It's uh, using your life as ultimate payment. It's using your life as the final token. I've put all my chips in. If that doesn't cover the debt, then take it out of my flesh, take it out of my life. Uh, so he's working there in order to <coughs> prove the message and bring it to the people. Going all in. Paul goes on saying that God had mercy on Epaphroditus because he didn't allow him to die, but that was also mercy on Paul because then he wouldn't have sorrow upon sorrow. Uh, Rob and I were discussing that this phrase mercy is a, a Jewish prayer. Prayer for healing is a prayer for mercy. So while having this this prayer going on or this mercy, uh, Philippi being a pagan city would be praying to pagan gods or other gods for healing, but the Jews would be praying to the one true God for healing or mercy. Uh, have mercy on me, O God, and my suffering or my turmoil. And as someone who grew up in a family where my mother was pagan, sorry, my mom's pagan and my dad's Methodist, it really creates a, a unique family dynamic with the two worlds meeting and clashing. How do we, how do we go into service with the one true God knowing and begging for mercy and yet praying for other gods? So using Timothy and Epaphroditus as really quick examples, but also powerful examples of how you can have complete humility and service to somebody, love them, serve them more than yourself, put their interests in their, their actions, their intentions above your own, but also being willing to serve without question or reserve go to the point of death, put your own life on the line because other people are important. Other people are important. A few years ago, I was with some friends uh, in my hometown where I grew up and their youngest son asked me, what do you invest in? Is it gold? Is it silver? Is it the stock market? Uh, later on, his mom told me that they had been discussing this and they had discussed what what's a good return for your investment? And I looked at Daniel and I said, well, you want to invest in the things that have 
lasting value. Uh, they last a long time and they have a good return for their value. And really the best things to invest in are eternal things because they have lasting value. They don't die, they don't fade, they last forever. And those two things are God and people. And really, that's all that matters. If we're investing in people because we love God, but we also love people, that's the best investment. That's worth more than gold or worth more than silver. And so those are my implications. Invest in people, love them well. Let me put my coffee down so I can keep the wind from blowing my pages away. Invest in people. But how do we do that? How do we invest in people? The simple answer is love them well. Learn their hobbies, learn their talents, learn their story, get involved in their lives, respond to their phone calls or their texts or their emails, and invite them. Open, open yourself in. Be somebody who is willing to be interrupted and make yourself, make your life open to other people. It's not always easy, and in fact, I'm not great at it all the time. Sometimes I prefer to be by myself, but that doesn't mean I don't love you. I sometimes need to love myself and invest in myself and refuel, regain God back into my own life before I can get back into other people's lives. Thanks for listening to the Mission Ridge Church Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share if you enjoyed this message. Mission Ridge is a new church in Missoula, Montana. If you're in the Missoula area, we would love to have you join us for worship on a Sunday. For more information about Mission Ridge, connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, or online at missionridge.church. If you would like to partner with us financially, you can give securely online at missionridge.church forward slash give. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you have a blessed week. We'll catch you on the flip side. listens to this, Josh? <laughs> nah, he's probably listening to some other podcast while he edits this. He definitely doesn't listen to this.